Welcome to Shades of Green, Portland State's Student Sustainability Center podcast, hosted by Evan Embry, Brenna White, and Taryn Yamauchi. On this podcast, we will cover topics around sustainability, Student Sustainability Center, SSC for short, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Shades of Green, episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about greenwashing um, and maybe the ways in which uh, companies are greenwashing that you may not be aware of already. Um, So first, Brenna, do you want to start us off with a basic definition of what greenwashing is? Sure. So greenwashing is an interesting phenomenon that occurs when a PR or marketing team deceptively promotes their company and its products, goals, and policies as, quote, green or sustainable. This practice ranges from changing the name of a product to something more environmentally friendly to launching entire ad campaigns for high-polluting companies to show their eco-consciousness. It is also used to rebrand companies without having to change anything directly. An important fact to note is that the FDA does not regulate the slogan, all natural. So the only way to actually know a product is natural is to check the ingredients. This is probably the most common way that companies do greenwash in products. Yeah, a lot of people think like, Greenwashing just tends to be like small little like logo changes or like font changes, but like slogans or like giving awards that aren't actually real, um, giving them to themselves are, are, are a big way that companies greenwash. So Starbucks is a really great example of how far greenwashing can go, actually. So you've probably seen a lot of controversy surrounding plastic straws recently. So Starbucks made a big deal about how they were going to get rid of their plastic straws for all of their iced drinks, you know. So they instead switched to plastic lids. Now, they weren't plastic straws, so nobody could get mad about the fact that they weren't using plastic straws. But the plastic lids were made of even more plastic than the straws were. They're still not recyclable, and they just add more plastic to the environment. Plus, at Starbucks, when you go to recycle your cup, no part of your cup is actually recyclable and oftentimes the recycling bin at Starbucks is lined with a trash bag which means that it's not actually going to be recycled. Speaking to several of my friends who work at Starbucks, all the Starbucks in Portland throw away their recycling. So if you want to recycle at a Starbucks it's probably just best just to put it in your bag and take it to the nearest real recycling bin. Yeah, it brings up like a really interesting topic about like the food industry in greenwashing, which I think is pretty pre- prevalent. Um, the meat industry is one of the leading contributors to methane production, um, and plus the animals in factories and factory farms are treated pretty atrociously. So this problem with uh, factory farming is too huge of a topic for us to cover in keeping with our 10-minute approach. So if you're interested in learning more about how the food industry greenwashes, go check out a documentary called Food Inc. It's pretty popular. You can find it on Canopy, I believe, and that will answer all of your questions about the food industry, where your food comes from, and how producers present their products to you, the consumer, to trick you. Another example of a company uh, involved with greenwashing is Coca-Cola's Green Cans. The company partnered with the WWF to preserve several important rivers, but that's because water is incredibly sensitive to their company. It takes about 2.5 liters of water to produce one liter of Coke, and they sell 674 million liters a day. This means that more than 1 billion liters of water are wasted each day making Coca-Cola products. So their green cans aren't that green. 
I want to point out like one other topic before we kind of conclude the episode, um, which is uh, like greenwashing in sport and like spectacle entertainment. Um, and I think a really interesting example of this um, that has kind of fascinated me is is like auto racing, um, and that often gets like a bad rap. And they've they've uh, they've switched engine manufacturers and switched engine sizes to combat the greenwashing reputation they have. Um, but also, some people don't realize that the carbon emissions um, in the racing cars are often outweighed by uh, partnering with the auto industry to make those cars more efficient that leave the production line um, year in and year out. Often, um, auto manufacturers will uh, use this as a marketing term or an advertising, saying that, that you know their cars have been improved by the, the, the research and technical development in um, Formula One and different like racing uh, series. But at the same time, there's been some, some pretty vocal critics saying that, you know, they haven't provided enough data to back that up. Um, so it's kind of a critical place to be in thinking about whether we believe the auto industry telling us that they're improving technology or whether we should demand more information and more data to back it up. So um, lastly, we're going to read off uh, a couple ways in which you can combat um, greenwashing with your own choices and consumer knowledge. Thanks. Be cautious of generic claims like 100% natural or eco-friendly. Investigate these products. Avoid products that make irrelevant claims. For example, CFC-free. CFCs were banned two decades ago, so of course the product won't have them. Look for seals from recognizable independent third parties that specialize in green products. Be wary of packaging. Can you recycle the packaging? Does it have images that remind you of nature to convince you to buy the product? Don't be fooled. And don't buy new sustainable products to replace what you already have. Look for those same products used. It's not sustainable to create new things to reuse. Instead, look for things secondhand. This is especially important with clothing. Thank you for listening to Shades of Green. We hope you enjoyed. You can find us on Instagram at PSU underscore SSC. And if you're interested in volunteering, checking out calendar events, or anything else regarding the SSC, you can find us by searching for Student Sustainability Center at pdx.edu. Thanks, and we hope you join us next time.